Welcome to Knitting a Story, a podcast by two crazed knitters. I'm Jen. And I'm Lex. Welcome to our story pod, friends. Episode 24, Read Twice, Knit Once. So this week we've got Off the Needles, uh, Show Me Your Knits, When Good Knitting Goes Bad, Knitting in the Wild, and It Followed Me Home. All right, so Off the Needles. I, I'm afraid this is all you again this week. I haven't been very uh, finishing productive. <laughs> oh, So I finally finished my Hitchhiker. Yes. Which I think you've tried, right? Yes, I have tried the Hitchhiker. It was a poor yarn slash uh, pattern choice at the time. So, okay. you know. I love it. I love my Hitchhiker. It's pretty fun, hey? It's The pattern, like, Martina Bem is a genius. Yes, it's simple. It's garter stitch. It's potato chip. It's potato chip. So once you get past, once you figure out the pattern repeats, which is only eight, well, really four rows because yes. right side, wrong side. And it's awesome. Yes. So I cast it off and went, what am I going to knit now? Oh, let's knit another hitchhiker. Another hitchhiker, hey? Oi. So totally recommend it to people. I think it's three pounds, 50, something like something that. Something like that. And I am so glad that I bought the uh, the ebook, so okay. I get the four patterns, or oh, whatever. Nice, yeah. And I am so glad. That's good. Though I I seem to be on a trend of let's just remake the same thing. Oh well, whatever. That's all right. <laughs> so show me your knits. Why don't you go first? Um, okay. So uh, what do I have going on? I'm doing the Hopwood by Woolen Bricks. It's uh, a free knitty pattern. If anybody wants to do that, um, I'm doing it in Yummy Yarn Studios pumpkin. DK colorway thing. Okay. Very orange. Mm -hmm. I'm doing uh, teal and black accents. There's a little color work motif. This was one that you were put the sleeves on, right? Yeah, and then I was like, ah, I don't have enough yarn. (laughs) So then I I ripped everything out, except for the body of the the thing. And then I did the call, it's a big collar, right? And that's one of the big features of this thing is this giant collar. And now I'm just doing the sleeves. So hopefully it is done soon so sleeves are so boring are they i hate them i wouldn't know i've never actually knit a sweater maybe it's because i have monkey (laughs) arms but i am telling you i am so tired of sleeves too bad you have freakishly long arms i'm like oh i have lovely long arms and i'm like damn my long arms (laughs) curse you (laughs) curse you long arms (laughs) especially because i like long sleeves on things oh i know and and you know when you have two shorter sleeves, but you usually yeah. don't know until too late. Yes, exactly. So I'm always like, I'm like, oh, I think I'm ready. And I'm like, no, I always say that because I'm just done with knitting it. So I should knit like another inch. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's just, it's just not going anywhere. I'm yeah. knitting into the black hole. Oh, man. But pattern is good. Other than that. <laughs> it's, that's pretty nice. Like, because knitty, it's a free pattern, right? Yes. And sometimes free patterns, you kind of get what you pay for. Yes. Yep. As little of be demonstrated yeah. later so <laughs> tell us about your uh, second hitchhiker oh so my second hitchhiker so the first one i did it was out of shibui and kind of greens and blues and i did little uh silver beads on the teeth tips and this time i dived into the stash and pulled out some uh, yummy yarn studios that she had made and i believe it's in uh, her rhubarb colorway so like very dark red yeah so different tones of reds and pinks and like some golds in like, there? Like rhubarb pie. Yes, yeah, more rhubarb pie than rhubarb the plant. Okay. Definitely. And I thought, oh, I'm going to put beads on this one. Oh, look, I have red beads. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. No. No. Drops of blood. 
So it's like a vampire hitchhiker. It was. So if you're really into the goth image, the little drops of blood, very cool. Yes. Not so Not much for, so much for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so corporate. Look at my drops of Ooh, blood. But if you did it out of black or a black-red kind of yeah, yeah. mixture with the little red beads on the tip, be cool. it would look like a saw teeth with red drops of blood. That'd be cool. That would be cool. In the appropriate work environment. Yes. Maybe <laughs> not, not mine. Maybe not so much for <laughs> all of us, but, you know, that's okay. That's cool. Um, so the other thing I'm working on is a pattern called Out of Darkness, and it's by Boo Knits, and I'm doing it in a lace weight. Uh, and I've got quite a few alterations that I'm doing to this pattern. Okay. Um, the first one being I don't quite have as much yarn as this pattern calls for originally Ooh. it originally calls for uh where, do, where is it here well it wants it to be knit on four millimeter needles mm-hmm. with like 695 meters of lace weight okay i have 520 meters of lace weight and i'm knitting it on threes three millimeters i think Oh, so it's going to be, like, significantly smaller, especially because your tension tends to be yeah. tighter. Yep, so we're just, it's an experiment. Okay, yeah, perfect. going to be awesome. Is it as if it was written or knit to the pattern, is it a full-size shawl? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a very much a large shawl of... Okay, so you're going to get big. a nice shawlette size. Yeah, then. it's going to be all right. It's not like it started out a shawlette and I'm making a doily. <laughs> not quite that dramatic, but it's not going to be like this dramatic shawl. It's going to yeah. be more Rat shawlette. Rat the cat has a new new shawl. Yeah, yeah no, not so much. So um, that should be an interesting... Yeah, and so you put you, in beads. It was an adventure to get this. Yeah, I, I did. I There's beads. So I went with Sam to the bead store because mm-hmm. this... This yarn is sort of a, it's got, you can't really tell in, in this light that I've got it in right now. It's got some, a little bit of red, a little bit of pinks, and some yellows, right? And mm-hmm. that's sort of in it, but it's very muted. So we went to the bead store. You'd think finding beads for this would be easy. Oh no, some of it makes the color look dead, right? I'm like, oh, oh. maybe like a dark brown bead. Nope. Maybe like a red bead, like berries. Nope. Yep. Terrible. And then I picked up this orange bead because I was just uh, like... I was just, Desperate. It was desperation. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe this one. And Sam looks at me, no, Lex, no, that's not going to look good. I'm like, we're going to just look. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it ixnay on the orange. It was terrible. Oh. It was horrible. But then we found these, these beads. They're sort of like a champagne color. They're mostly yellow... A little bit of pink. Kind of like a gold, hey? But yeah, with like a pink tone like to it. Like a champagne-y, nice. goldy pink thing. So yay. There's, so far, it's so good. It looks good. I know. I can see it from where we're sitting. And it's it actually blends beautifully. But it's got this shimmer. So yeah. you're not like, bam, beads. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh, a little, oh, a little shimmer. A little shimmer. A little, little not, interest. Not like drops of blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite so dramatic, unfortunately. What else are you working on? I have cast on the Panna Frost Flower Lace Shawl. Woo, woo, say that five times fast. By uh, Foldy Knits. Okay. And it's a free pattern on Ravelry. I uh, dove into the stash, which is usually what I tend to do, and pulled out some Sweet Georgia Merino Silk Lace. If you've seen Jen's stash, you would understand how exciting that is. <laughs> I should post a picture again. I need to update that. Yes, yeah, so do I. <laughs> Mine's gotten bigger. I don't think it's gotten much smaller. <laughs> So it's fifty fifty merino silk and oh, it's beautiful. Nice. It's in lemon curd, so it's 
it really is like yellow 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 lemon yellow yeah but like tones of lemon yellow so a little bit darker a little bit lighter but absolutely beautiful brilliant and i've modified the pattern in the the pattern calls for three repeats of the the flower the frost frost flower pattern and i kibosh that i'm only gonna do one yeah did you just not like the pattern repeats or you're just like yes to heck with this lace (laughs) yeah Deck with this lace was a lot of it. And also, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's where I was when I started it, I couldn't get the rhythm oh, of the lace. Right. You know, so it was like every stitch I'm, I'm having to read. And and that to me is just too overwhelming. I am yeah. I'm like to be a lazy knitter. Yeah. But it's kind of, it's an interesting pattern in the, that I haven't done lace like this where you start at the bottom. Okay. You cast on your stitches, and then yep. you knit the the lace portion. Then it transitions into a stockinette, yep. and then you go to the other side. Okay, and you start at the bottom, and I- you do the lace portion. Then it goes to the stockinette, and then you bind it together at the end. Oh, so you like Kitchener in the middle? Yeah, I've seen patterns like that. I uh, I haven't seen well, I haven't seen or knit one before, so I'm a lot of the patterns. Actually, a lot of lace patterns are like that. If you have like a like a scarf or a stole, mm-hmm. a lot of them do that so that it's balanced, right? Equal. And the stitches are it's going equal. the right direction. And yeah, uh, it's it's unfortunately not for me. It's not very intuitive, so I oh. kiboshed oh. a, a large section of That's it. That's okay, but it's it's beautiful. The yarn makes it so beautiful. Perfect. Well, hope, hopefully it'll be all right. Yeah. And I also cast on something else, but that's comes into when good knitting goes bad. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just let's just segue right into good knitting goes <laughs> okay. bad then. So why don't you go first? Because I have a lot of good knitting that went really okay. bad. So this didn't go bad. It just sort of went sideways. And what happened was I'm knitting away on this out of darkness. And I've decided at some random point, I don't really know how this, that I'm just going to do the written instructions. Mm -hmm. I don't mind charts. Charts are just fine. But I'm like, nah, I'm just going to do the written written one for this one. I don't know why. (laughs) I have zero, zero, like... The knitting fates were poking. Yeah, there's there's no, like, premeditation. I just, whatever. So I'm like, okay. So I'm going along, right? Section one, the setup section. All right, a little fiddly here and there. But, eh, you know, I find gutter... Like the tabs, the garter tabs when you begin mm-hmm. shawls, I find those to be insane. They're not bad. I just they're <laughs> fiddly and I hate them. So you know, I'm just like ah, not working. But it totally, totally my fault. Not the pattern. So I'm knitting away on section B, right? Going, going, going. You know, it's it's just garter stitch with different increases. So one side it's an increase with the yarn over. The other side it's like a three stitch increase. Okay, it's not hard. It's all knitting. intuitive there's no purling it's fine (laughs) and then every so often there's some bead placement so you know you're like okay when i get to row three of this section i have to actually read this and place the beads where it is okay okay so it's written row one row two blah row three is the bead placement Mm -hmm. then it says you know rows five seven blah 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 as row two rows four six eight blah 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 as row one right so i'm like okay perfect and i go and then there's another row underneath where it says that for your next bead placement Mm -hmm. perfect no problem all right so there's 16 rows you know and then there's the row for the bead placement row Mm -hmm. 17 Mm -hmm. nope not row 17 it's row 11 and i totally didn't even see this oh because i just assumed 
that it was at the end. And then I'm, so I'm coming along, right? And I'm putting beads on and I'm like, oh yeah, this is going along. And then I've got all these stitches at the end. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, no. this does, doesn't add up. And, you know, so I'm looking back and I'm like, I haven't added any extra stitches. Yeah, you're looking for that rogue yarn over <laughs> Yeah, or you know, like, right? oh, did I yarn over somewhere and I should just like, you know, knit two together and just pretend it never happened? Oh no, it's because that's row 11 that you're supposed to place the beads, not row 17. But the row act, like the... Every row has at least two increases. Okay. But in the order of the pattern, does it not fall in? No, it doesn't. It's, they didn't, like, stick row 11 in where it belonged. It was sort of at the end. And then I was like, oh. oh. And it wasn't, like, bolded, like, row 11. So that you would <laughs> see that it, when you hit row 11, you needed to stop and put in these things. So, I, I mean, like, I should have read ahead in the pattern, I guess, a little bit. But it was also a little weird. So, anyways, I ripped it all out. Not all of it. I ripped it back to a point where I could figure <laughs> oh, out what I was God. doing. And then just kept going. Oh, it was a little frustrating, but whatever. I'm on like repeat three now, so okay. We're so chugging least... right along. <laughs> I've learned row eleven is right, but beads. Yeah, no, that's totally strange because you would think it like if it was three, five, seven, nine, eleven, C bead placement. You know, thirteen, fifteen, seventeen. Yep. No, it just goes five, seven, nine, thirteen, fifteen. Oh, but it totally skips the eleven because the eleven <laughs> is totally different. But I didn't see that it skipped eleven. <laughs> eleven is a different. It was section. like one of those weird internet memes, you know, where like, t- you know, when you see what's wrong with this picture, you're gonna laugh, you know. And it's like <laughs> they've forgotten like the letter P or whatever, right? But <laughs> yeah. your mind just sees it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're knitting this pattern, so far that is the only thing I have to say <laughs> about this pattern. Beware of section B. And yeah. you can bet your, when I move to section C, I'm going to be looking at all those little things before <laughs> I do anything. And there wasn't even a note in the introduction that says, you know, please be aware of. I don't know. I didn't read the introduction. <laughs> It's the read twice. Yeah, read twice. Yeah, you know, like, uh, there's all these, like, <laughs> write ups that the designers usually do at the beginning of their. Yeah. This is where I come in spray. I don't read any of that. I look for what size needles do I need? What kind of yarn do I need? And, you know, like, do I need stitch markers? You're lucky <laughs> if I get that far. <laughs> or I'm lucky if I get that far, I guess. Designers don't care. And then I just dive right in. I'm like, I don't even care about the inspiration part. I'm terrible. I should really read the patterns before I start casting on. I was so excited. I know. People often say, okay, read the entire pattern before you get started. But I've done that, and who it has, makes absolutely no sense. Who has the patience to do that? Because it certainly isn't me. No, me neither. Like, I'm just like, oh, look, a pretty pattern. Let's just cast it on. I have fingering weight yarn right here. <laughs> I like to live dangerously. Yeah, it might be part of the problem with all my uh, mismatched yarn pattern <laughs> ripped apart things that I've done. A failure to plan is a plan to fail. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Obviously, I haven't learned yet, so... Uh, Which is actually a perfect segue into my panna frost flowers problem. All right. So, in my case, it only provides the chart. No problems. All right. Go in the chart, start ripping along, get the first, yeah. you know, setup section done, get to the next it's section. It's all making sense. It's all making sense, You're you know, good. it's yep. logical. I'm knitting across, and all of a sudden I have, I'm going to say, 12 stitches left over oh. that are not in pattern. And so I look back, and I'm like, no, I no, no, it makes sense here and Yarn here. Over, and okay, yeah, and yeah. then it 
it starts to fall apart here where the no stitches are. Uh oh. Because in your every, experience, in my experience, which I'll admit is not exceptional, but is enough for me, <laughs> a grayed out cell means no stitch. Right. And yeah. therefore, I applied the no stitch rule to my pattern and and not yeah so not so much so oh. i can't i ripped it out went back re-put it all back in still including the no stitches yeah nope still same problem rip it out go back in nope same problem You're like, oh. rip it out and just put it down i'm going i need to go and knit something else yeah. hence the hitchhiker Ooh. and <laughs> because i can do that one and come back the next day knit it again same problem think to myself i must be misinterpreting something something yarn gone over on. something's gone wrong apparently in this pattern the no stitch is a pearl oh so yeah. the great out cell is a pearl yeah so you didn't exactly read the legend of this yes. pattern yeah unfortunately the legend was not on the same page as the pattern which mm, kiss of death kiss of death yeah and lazy kiss of death yeah that was totally me so yeah i added the the pearl <laughs> stitches Oh, it all magically yeah. works. In your defense, had you had the legend been on the same page as the pattern, you probably would have noticed after the second rip out. Probably. Because for me, a little bar means a pearl stitch. Uh, and so oops. grayed out cell means no stitch. So oh. if, if you've ripped it out twice and it's still not working, read, read the, the legend. legend. <laughs> yeah. So my other problem with knitting goes bad. Jesus, it's just been a terrible two weeks for both of us, isn't it? I tried, (laughs) tried in quotations here, the clapo tee. Yep. You know, huge pattern. Yeah, I think it's nitty. It is nitty. 20,000 projects. I remember seeing that when I first started knitting and I thought, I'll never be able to knit something so complicated. (laughs) So complicated. Yeah, 20,000 projects. And I'm like, oh, I've got the perfect lace weight, you know. I'll have this beautiful lace weight stole for summer. How yeah. French of you. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the original pattern, I think, is written for DK. Oh, okay. So yeah. I was like, well, eh, you know, I'll up my needle size. I'll take it into consideration. Yeah, whatever. I am not a lace weight yarn knitter. Really? I like lace weight yarn. <sighs> I mean, it takes forever, I'll grant you. But I just like the delicate I know, and butterfly I feeling. But I don't know if it's my arthritis in my hands that... And just don't have the dexterity to use, or I don't know personal brain malfunction. <laughs> but my either are likely. <laughs> okay, I'll rephrase that. I can knit lace weight just fine. It's a little cumbersome with the hands, but it knits just fine. I don't like stockinette and lace weight. Oh, you know that's really it. You like a tight stockinette, don't you? I, yeah, like I like. A- my stitches don't look balanced. It looks like garbage yeah but one maybe one of the things you need to remember is that with lace weight everything looks like garbage until you've actually blocked it out like yeah. you need to block lace weight I, I mean fingering weight yeah you need to block that too i've done shawls in both right mm-hmm. and my i wasn't loving the citron that i did in lace weight i was like this looks like ugh, terrible yeah. right but i was like nope just gonna keep going along keep going along and i cast it off and i'm like this is just like just Me. like <laughs> right? it's like it's like lace yarn barfed yeah. somewhere and i've picked it up and just kind of smooshed it um so then i blocked it and it looks a lot better mm-hmm. and i've noticed that if if you knit like you knitted in the same pattern in mm-hmm. sock weight fingering weight and it looked okay like i mean okay maybe needed some blocking just to sort of 
make yeah. it okay. But you could pretty much cast it off and wear it. Absolutely. You can't do that with lace weight. For whatever magical yarn reason, <laughs> lace weight looks like utter terribleness. Yeah. Till you block it. And then it's like magic. Oh, uh, but <laughs> I am such a lazy knitter in the fact that I think to myself, because I look at it the whole time and I'm putting it down and I'm stretching it out and going, okay, if I block it like this, it'll be okay. But I can't. I am a process knitter. Mm. Absolutely to my core. I enjoy the process. I don't really care so much about the finished product. Okay. I could I could take it or leave it. You yeah. know, you want my... I just spent 40 hours on that lace shawl. You want to keep it? Perfect. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Because I got some more going on right <laughs> yeah, here. I got a whole bag of them in sweet, the closet. Sweet, <laughs> So I enjoy the process and the look of it when I'm working with it. Oh, so if it doesn't look good while you're doing it, you're just... It yes. just makes me absolutely bonkers. Oh, see, bonkers. I'm not like that Ugh. at all. Like, it doesn't bother me that it... I mean, like, this, the pattern that I'm in, the boom knits pattern, like, right now, it just sort of looks like... I mean, it's it's garter stitch. garter stitch, stitch and, it, yeah. and it looks like garbage. But I know from experience <laughs> that once I block it, it's going to look fantastic. And it's not the yarn that makes it look like crap, other than the weight of the yarn. And it's not the pattern. It just, mm-hmm. I don't know, lace weight yarn just looks like this until you block it. I don't know. Like, I'm looking at your lace weight, and mine has got to be, like, light. My, well, light mine might be waist, a little bit of a heavier lace, lace yeah. light fingering, maybe. I don't know if maybe I need to go down a needle size. Like, I think I'm only using, like, a 3.5. Yeah, maybe. You know, I like I like a substantial, balanced stockinette section. Yeah. Laceway doesn't really give you a substantial anything. No. <laughs> I think I'll Unless leave you're it. Unless you're knitting on, like, <laughs> knit, on, like, sewing needles. Yeah. I think I'll leave it, you know, and just kind of plug away at it. I'm probably going to cast on because uh, I would like to try the Clavoti pattern. I think I'll just cast it on in something else. Yeah. Because I'd like to knit it, and then as I need a break from whatever else I'm working on, maybe I'll try the, the Laceway. Yeah, okay. Because okay. I have to let it knit. I have knit a lace weight shawl yes. that I didn't get to keep because yeah. it was a test knit. Yeah, yeah. I remember you knitting that. And it looked okay in the end. And Oh, in the end, it was absolutely amazing. And then it looked just looked like crap in between. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, see? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is about lace weight, but... The magic. Yeah, it is magic. <laughs> so knitting in the wild. So this is me. Yep. I was at the uh, arthritis specialist, and I'm sitting there, and I'm knitting away on... Something. Oh, actually, I think it was the hitchhiker. But probably. And so, yeah, so I'm knitting away on it, and this lady comes and sits down, and she pulls out her knitting, and we made eye contact. And it was like, <laughs> what are you working on? Yeah. <laughs> hey, lady. <laughs> what you got in your bag? <laughs> so that's cool. What was she doing? Socks? Uh, she, she was making sweaters, actually. Oh. Yeah, so an older lady, and she had... She, I asked you, well, you know, what pattern are you using? And she goes... I don't actually use a pattern. Every time I've tried a pattern to make a sweater, it doesn't fit right. Oh. So I guess, you know, She's like... She's got some magic numbers in her head yeah, and it just works. That's right. That's perfect. You know, she just carries yarn and carries the pattern in her head and just produces magical sweaters because to me that's well, that like is magic. magic. That is that is, that's just like rubbing two sticks together with some string. And, <laughs> if I got a sweater. And it's a sweater. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah, so, that's pretty incredible. So it was nice, and then I went in, and the nurse was like, oh, what are you knitting? And I was like, oh, you know, hitchhiker, little shawlette. And she goes, oh, it looks so complicated. I'm like, 
Yeah, uh, yeah. No. yeah complicated. I'm like, if you can make one and bind off, I'm like, that's pretty much. Oh, and she goes, oh no, that's much too complicated. Oh, I was like, oh, okay. Like, well, in her defense, I thought that the clapotee was going to be like the most insane pattern mm-hmm. in the world. You know, and I remember thinking about that about several different techniques. Oh, I'll never be able to make a cabled sweater because I can't cable and that's way too difficult. <laughs> I'll never learn it. I'll never learn how to do that. I'll never make lace because look at all that. That's <laughs> that's super complicated. And yet you can make a ruffle sweater, scarf on nine stitches and everybody's like, oh, it's so complicated. Yes, yes. But you can make one of those, like, I literally call them potato chip scarves because that's what they look like. And uh, yeah, everybody's like, oh, that's so complicated looking. And I'm like, it really isn't, but the yarn makes it look complicated. Mm-hmm. You know, it's finicky, but it's not hard. Do you think if we went the other way and said, to p- when somebody says, oh, it looks so complicated, and we go, yes, yes, it is. It's very complicated, but I'd be happy to teach you. Well, then we'd look like, you know, uh, but people like, like masters. I know, but when you say to somebody, oh, it's really not that complicated. Well, it's because they don't have that skill set. I guess so, right? You know, I mean, that's like... Like me watching someone fix a car and being like, I have no idea what you're doing. And they're like, yeah, this is super easy. You just do this, this, and this, and you're fixed. And I'm like, oh, you know. know, It's magic. It's magic. (laughs) You've made my car go. So maybe it's something like that. I remember when I first came to knitting group and somebody was making thrummed mittens. Oh, boy. And I was like, that right there is magic. How do you take bits of fluff and make something something right and just even to make um mittens to me was because at this point i was still just a crocheter and <laughs> yeah and it was just like magic and uh, now that i'm like oh yeah a pair of mittens you know yeah, psh, mittens no problem socks yeah. no worries oh yeah i remember when i started knitting and i was like i was doing scarves and i was like <laughs> these are so complicated i'll never be able to make hats scarves or socks, rather, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll never be able to do any of this. And then I was like, oh, you know, and I'd be like, okay, now I need to do a hat. So I've got to figure out how to do this in the round <laughs> thing happening. <laughs> Off to YouTube. Off to YouTube. <laughs> That's exactly how most of my knitting skills have developed. Yeah, me too. Sometimes people help, but a lot of it is YouTube. Which is hard because you can get into some interesting predicaments on YouTube. Yeah, like... Just because it has a lot of views doesn't mean it is a good knitting. No, it means that people have viewed it yes. and been like, uh-oh, back up, back up, back up. <laughs> so, yeah, you just got to sort of wade through it. Oh, yeah. Find one that works for you and that gives you the desired result. Mm-hmm. Right. And because I'm a continental knitter, then I now have to find everything in continental. Because it makes it a little bit more sense to me when it's... I can I can make it work if it's because I knit continental as well. If it's done in English on the screen, I can usually make it work for mm-hmm. me. So I don't have. I mean, if it's continental, that's bonus. <laughs> but if it's like if if all I can find is English style knitting, then I'll just watch that and it'll I'll just make it work. Or I'll give up until somebody uh, can show me in person <laughs> when you come to knit group and go. Ah! Ah. Yeah, what am I doing? Ah. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. So it followed me home. This is you. Yes. Well, it didn't so much follow me home as it came in the mail. Oh. <laughs> so I got a skein um, of 
the it's the lace weight that I'm doing my uh, Out of Darkness in. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, alpaca, 50% alpaca, 50% BFL. So it's very Ooh. soft and warm and awesome. Halo. And, and it's beautiful. from, uh, it's by We Will Tell You All of Our Secrets by uh, French on Ravelry. Is it F French? Yeah, it's F French. There's okay. two Fs. It's, that's not a for typo. French. Not a typo. <laughs> that's what it is. Um, so she dyes all of her stuff with natural dyes like she doesn't use acid dyes that a lot of oh. um, dyers use uh she's based out of um bc the okay salish coast anyways and then her the she sends it with little handmade labels like everything is handmade and like written you can tell anyways it's mm. pretty cool and like hand sewn i'm like oh <laughs> i may have fangirled over this yarn and maybe danced around a little bit <laughs> I'm not admitting to anything, but that might have happened. And, you know, I might have run around to my husband and been like, look, look, she sent this to me. She sent this to me. And there's a card. <laughs> might have happened. Anyways, uh, so this one is dyed with uh, onion skins and coccineal, I think is how you pronounce it. Oh. And the mordant is alum. I'm not really sure what alum is, but it's said so on the label. Does it smell any different than you would expect? I you, haven't have smelled you, it. Have you done the sniff I test? I have not smelled it, so I'm going to smell it live for you on the podcast. That's me sniffing. <laughs> I don't know. It smells like sheep. It just, I don't know. It doesn't I don't smell. Know. Maybe because I'm used to hand dyeings, hand dyed skeins always reeking of vinegar. It actually has a just a normal kind of cheapy smell. It just smells like yarn. So there you go, everybody. <laughs> this yarn doesn't smell bad. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pleasure to knit with, and it doesn't smell bad, so yay! Um, I never thought to smell it. It never occurred to me. <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of expecting maybe an onion smell, but... Nope. 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 Just smells like yarn. Excellent. So yay for that. <laughs> That's good. And it, so far, it's knitting up well. Yeah? Yeah. I mean... Other than your pattern <laughs> problem, yeah, but that was a pattern problem, not a yarn problem. Excellent. I haven't had any yarn problem. It hasn't split yet or anything. So, yay! It was good, and it arrived here in record time. Really? Yeah. I mean, we're only a province away, I guess. But oh, I don't know. Sometimes it can take a week to get stuff across the city. Yeah. Well, I don't. I I don't pretend to know <laughs> the mysteries of the mail system. Yeah. Canada Post. Why are you so but complicated? But it, it made it pretty quick. So I would just say that. It's, I don't know, I've had a good experience so far, and she seems really nice on Ravelry, the the dyer. Yeah. So And I follow her blog, and I might be very jealous of her hair, because mm. I've always imagined my hair to be like that, and it isn't. <laughs> if I was going to be 100% honest, my hair does not look at all as good as hers. <laughs> I want it to, but it doesn't, partially because I'm very lazy with my hair. I was going to say, hair like that probably takes effort. Yeah, it probably take you know it's probably easier the more you practice, just like anything. But mm. uh, it's putting the effort into practice that I just I could be knitting instead, and you know you gotta something's gotta give. Yeah. So thanks, F French. Yes, it's great. I like it. <laughs> more to come. Yeah, Lex, Lex's thumbs up of approval. Yes, excellent. All right, all right. So we want to say congratulations to all you know the Olympic participants. Oh now yes, that we're done the Olympics. Yes, you know, congratulations, uh, everybody. Good work. Yeah, if you hey, if you even made it to the Olympics, and even if you didn't get a medal, yeah, like, good on you. Good on you. Because 
I mean, and that it, takes effort. Yeah, and anybody participating in the Knitting Olympics, good on you. Because yep, we didn't. <laughs> uh, lazy Knitters. We should change our name to Lazy Knitters Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the, how to make a shortcut. Did I actually yarn over? So should I just like, you know, knit two together and pretend it never happened? Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> All right, so I'm Jen, Lazy Knitter number one. <laughs> and I'm Lex, Lazy Knitter. La- See, I can't even say it. I'm You're so, so lazy. lazy, you can't even. Number two, Lazy Knitter number two. <laughs> so join us at our blog, Knitting a Story, WordPress.com. Oh, we're falling apart over here, you guys. Facebook at Knitting a Story. And Ravelry, Knitting a Story Podcast. I'm Jen's account, J-E-N-N-S-A-C-C-O-U-N-T. And I'm Beloved of Bast, and I'll spell it for you even though I'm lazy. (laughs) B-E-L-O-V-E-D-O-F-B-A-S-T. So stop by our... Everything. Yeah, Ravelry. We've actually been trying to, you know, post every once in a while if we see a freebie come up. Yep. Because uh, we like free stuff. Yes, or, you know, discounted stuff or whatever, you know, Coupon codes. Yeah, coupon codes, that whole thing. Let us know. Yep, and we'll let you know when we find something. Heck yeah. All right. Bye.